The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Oh, honestly, dear, must we go through this every morning? I have never known it to fail. I put them right here on the hall table last night. I know I did. Well, if you put them there, they shouldn't be there. Well, they're not there. They're not there. Hello? Beats me how things can just disappear around this house. Who'd you say? I know. I came in and I put them. I put them right there on the table. You mean you're here in town? Oh. Oh, for Pete's sake. Oh, well, I don't know. I'll have to speak to my husband. Can you hold on? Honey, have you any Dear, idea where they Dear, are? They're not that in the Mr. Sprague from Boston. He's in town. Huh? He wants to see us. Who? Uh, Mr. Sprague, who represents that college. What college? Why? Chaucer College, the college that will inherit Cousin Laura's estate if her survivors relinquish their claim. Oh, 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 yes. Matter with I'm you? getting a little tired of Laura's estate. Well, he's in town, said he was going through, but I'll bet he flew in from Boston especially to see us. Why? Why should he do that? I'm the only one of the relatives who hasn't signed a release on any claims to Laura's estate. Oh. I bet he's here to sort of high-pressure me so the college will get it. Well, darling, why don't you sign and sign the release and forget the whole thing? You're certainly not going to Boston to take care of Laura's 27 cats. Just to get a broken-down well, house and a few acres of land. Well, he wants to Honey, see us this afternoon. He's flying back to Boston Darling, tonight. I'll be out of town all day. I won't be home until 9 o'clock out of tonight. Out yes. I don't want to talk to him alone. Well, darling... Besides, I haven't talked to Mr. Rogers, who went to Boston especially to check on the floors and things in Laura's house. They may be valuable. They may be just what we want for our new house. And not what I want for our new house, I'll tell you that. Look, you and Mr. Rogers have gone off the deep end here on all this early American stuff. Well, I'll see him, I guess. Hello? Oh, where are I'm those I'm sorry parties? to keep you waiting, Mr. Sprague. Yes. Yes, I'll be home all afternoon. Do weeknights find you trapped in the doldrums looking for a way out? Then throw away that compass and let your sense of humor lead you straight to CBS Radio's Amos and Andy Music Hall. With all of Amos and Andy's mischievous friends on hand to entertain you five nights a week and with celebrated guest stars dropping by to add to the fun. Tonight and every Monday through Friday night, tune in our Amos and Andy Music Hall. Oh, and remember, it's yours for the listening on Saturdays in the daytime, too, over most of these same stations. Coming, just a minute. Oh, Mr. Rogers, come in, come in. I was afraid you wouldn't get here before Mr. Sprague did. Well, you look like the cat that swallowed the canary. You did go out and look over Laura's house when you were in Boston, didn't you? I did. <laughs> well? Black walnut. No. Black walnut. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All the floors, uh-huh. the beams, the woodwork, and even the paneling in the hall. Oh, really? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, of course, heaven. nothing's had any care or attention for years, apparently, uh-huh. but basically they are all in excellent condition. <laughs> Isn't that exciting? Isn't it? Isn't oh, it? Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Yes, priceless. Are they? Priceless. Oh, Oh, dear, and I know Mr. Sprague is coming to persuade me to give up any claims on the estate. But I thought you said the college wanted the property to erect a new auditorium. Yes, they do. In that case, they'll probably tear down the house, which in itself is worth nothing, practically falling down. Yes, I know. Oh, dear. Well, I thought perhaps you might buy the floors and the beams. Buy them? Oh, goodness, no. You've heard my husband. He doesn't have any feeling for those things at all. And how would we get them here? They'd have to be shipped. Oh, yeah. 
Believe me, my husband wouldn't pay one penny to ship them. You know how he is. Oh, yes, 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 indeed. Well, I suppose people either have a feeling for early American things or they don't. Oh, that's very true. <laughs> I guess I didn't used to feel this way either until we got into it. But after the trip to Boston and seeing those historic old places like Paul Revere's fireplace. <laughs> oh, did you see Paul Revere's house while you were there, Mr. Oh, Rogers? I did, <laughs> I did. I, I took tours for three days. Uh -huh. The fireplace. <laughs> In his house. Oh, oh, say that. The crane with the old black kettle oh, on it. Oh, say that was. <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't oh, it? Oh, that reminds me. I, I brought you a present. Almost forgot. Now, uh, where's my briefcase? Oh, I think you left it in the hall. Yes, there it is. There it is out there. Well, I, I hope you like it. It isn't really wrapped like a present. Just old <laughs> well. newspaper. But... <laughs> yeah, well, there it is. A brick. Yes. That is a brick from the fireplace of a house that was torn down some years ago. A house that was one of the houses Paul Revere knocked at on his famous ride to Lexington. No! Yeah! Oh, Mr. Rogers! Oh, you shouldn't have. Well, oh. You like it? Oh, why? Just thrilling. Just thrilling. Paul Revere knocked at the door of the house that had the fireplace this brick came from. That's this... right, and George oh. Washington once stopped at this house, this same house, to get water for his horses. Oh, oh Mr. Rogers, <laughs> I just can't... Oh, well, I, I, I knew you'd appreciate it. Oh, it is beautiful. Actually, I thought uh, when we built the brick chimney uh -huh. in your new house, we'd put it where it shows. And I uh, can point it out to people? Yes. <laughs> Oh, it's so exciting. Well, I think I ought to tell you, Mr. Rogers, that I'm afraid my husband isn't going to appreciate this quite as much as we do. Oh, I... I understand. Uh, wish we could make him understand. Oh, it is so exciting. I believe that's a taxi that just stopped in front of the house. Uh, oh, oh, it's Mr. Sprague. Uh, perhaps I'd better leave. Oh, no, please. My husband isn't here, and I need some moral support. This Mr. Sprague is very shrewd and wily, and if we want the floors and things from Laura's house, Mr. Rogers, you mustn't let him talk me into anything. Well, I'm afraid I'm not very clever at business dealings myself, but I always figure you can't get into too much trouble if you just say no. <laughs> yes. Well, I'll, I'll try and remember that. Now, listen, do we let him know there are things we want or not in the house? Well, why don't you see what he has to say? Yes, yes. Well, 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 we meet again. Oh, come in, Mr. Spray. I hope I'm not inconveniencing you. No, no, not at all. Go right on in. Thank you. Uh, this is Mr. Rogers, the architect for the new house we're building. Mr. Uh, Rogers? Mr. Sprague, Mr. Rogers. Uh, Mr. Mr. Sprague represents Chaucer College. We met in the lawyer's office in Boston. How do you do? <laughs> well, so you're building a new home. Yes. I'll admit that's good news to me. <laughs> I assume that means you definitely decided not to come and live in Boston. Well... Well, perhaps I should hear what you have to say, Mr. Sprague. Ah, you don't trust me. <laughs> well, I'll be honest with you. You've no doubt guessed that I flew from Boston especially to see you. I did. I admit it. Well, not to pressure you into making a decision you don't want to make, but to give you a clearer picture of our side of the story. Well, I think I know your side of the story, Mr. Sprague. The college wants the property to build a new auditorium. Exactly. We are in desperate need of an auditorium. We're a small but excellent college in fine standing, but we do need an auditorium, and we were hoping to start the building as soon as this quarter is ended. Now, since you are the only heir to Mrs. Cummings' estate who has not signed a release, naturally, we're most anxious to know your feelings in the matter. Well, I think... Uh, 
if I may say something? Oh, yes, Mr. Rogers, yes, do. I think she was worried about the, uh, the cats, Mr. Spray. Oh. Oh, yes, yes, I hate to think of those poor 27 cats of Laura's not getting enough attention or care or love. It's natural. She has a guilt feeling about not going there to live and taking care of her cousin's cats. But the college will take care of those lovely cats. Well, will they get the care and love and personal attention? Yes, yes, of course. Naturally. I, myself, am very fond of cats. I shall make it a special point to give them my own loving attention. Now, surely, if it's just those cats you're worried about, I'm sure... Excuse me, but what is that? Oh, that's a brick. Mr. Rogers brought it to me for a present. Oh, yes. <laughs> Came from a fireplace from a house that Paul Revere knocked on during his famous ride. Oh, is that so? Yes. Is that so? <laughs> well, coming from Boston, naturally, I... Well, you're interested in Americana? Oh, yeah. Oh, I should say. Are you Mr. Sprague? I am one of the largest collectors of revolutionary firearms in this country. The truth is, I use this trip as an excuse to track down a rifle captured in the Battle of Bunker Hill. No. Yes. Oh, were you able to get it? I was. I've got it safely hidden under the mattress in my hotel room downtown right uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mr. Sprague, what were you planning to do with her cousin's house when you build the auditorium? Tear it down? Oh, yes, yes. The house is worth nothing. It has priceless black walnut floors, beams, and woodwork and paneling. But uh, perhaps you didn't know that. <clears throat> well, I don't really remember looking. You, uh, you could sell them when you tear the house down. Well, yes, I suppose if they are, but I hardly think... Well, you know we can't buy them, Mr. Rogers, my husband. I thought know. perhaps Mr. Sprague, uh, rather the college, might give them to you, uh, do the salvaging and shipping at their expense. Oh. oh, come now, Mr. Rogers, what do you take us for? I thought perhaps in return for the release? Yes, then, then I'll sign the release for my claim on the estate. Do you realize the expense in ripping up old floors and paneling? Oh, yes, yes, well, it was just an idea. I'm really not a businessman. <laughs> Why, I think you do very well. Don't you, Mr. Sprague? We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. The more things change, the more impressive is the unwavering reputation CBS News enjoys for good judgment, accuracy, and speed. That fine reputation has been earned through the dedicated efforts of men like Edward R. Murrow of CBS News. Since the days of the Second World War, Mr. Murrow has been on the job helping to keep Americans informed. In 1958, as extraordinary developments in science, industry, and politics raise pressing new questions in our minds, more and more listeners are turning to Edward R. Murrow for a better understanding of our changing world. Every Monday through Friday evening, follow the course of history with Edward R. Murrow with the news. Our World News Roundup, heard daily on most of these stations, is another reason why CBS News is respected everywhere. Every morning, our World News Roundup takes you where important things are happening overseas for eyewitness reports by experts. Tomorrow on CBS Radio, you have a date with history. Of course, 
Mr. Sprague has to consult with the board of directors at the college, but they want the auditorium built so badly, I'm sure they'll agree. Isn't it marvelous? Isn't it marvelous? You mean those old floors and worm-eaten beams? Yes, and, and... yes. Isn't it exciting? They'll have to do the salvage work and ship everything to you at their expense. Oh, honey, Mr. Rogers was just magnificent. Well, Mr. Rogers, I'm thinking of firing you. Honey. Look, I'm entitled to fire him. I hired him. You got my wife into such a lather of excitement over all this early American stuff, bringing her that, 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 that dirty old brick that what? she picks up as though it were the Hope Diamond what? or something. I think you're very rude, dear. Well, I really apparently do. I gotta be rude. How many times do I have to say, honey, I don't want a lot of dirty old wood in any new house of mine. What's so special about something just because it's old? Now, darn it, I, I don't really mean to be rude, Mr. Rogers. I mean, you know, I like you very much. <laughs> but look, if I'm building a new house, I want a new house. I yes, want... well, it, it's my fault. I apologize. Well, if you don't have a feeling for these things, you just don't have a feeling for them. And after all the trouble Mr. Rogers went to, to get you a revolutionary rifle to hang over the fireplace in your new den... Show it to him, Mr. Rogers, in the corner. A wall there. A wall? Well, if you're not interested, it doesn't matter. Huh? It's a revolutionary rifle captured from a British soldier at the Battle of Bunker Hill. Oh, there. Well, there it is. Well, See? Look, if he has no interest in these things... Battle well, of Bunker Hill? Really? Yes. Look, look it, it says Tower right here. Huh? Right here. Yeah, it means it was made in the Tower of London. Yeah. And here it shows on the other side the crown seal and under it... G.R. That G means George Rex. You know, G King George I, III of England at the time. I'll be doggone. Really? Uh-huh. You, you mean you... How did you get it? Well, it was just part of a business deal I made, you might Boy, say. Well, let, let me hold it, may I? By golly, Battle of Bunker Hill. I'll be doggone. Tower of London, Georgia... You know what gives you a funny feeling? <laughs> Over the fireplace in my new den. That's a place I for think it. we've got him. Yes, yes. Oh, yes, I think so. You're a real rifle. <laughs> the Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with John Gibson and House Jameson and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz inviting you to listen again tomorrow for The Couple Next Door.